0: Welcome to the Ghost Hacks Podcast. What you are about to hear may make you laugh, it may make you cry, it may make you shake in your
1: boots. Two prison gods talking about strange things in the night they may never understand.
0: And here are your hosts, Tom and Joe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ghost Tax Podcast, episode 12. 12, yay! <laughs> I, I am Ghost Joe. I'm Tom. Oh, Tom, do you happen to like my impression of you on the last show, or was that
2: not good? I, for a minute, I actually thought that you cut and pasted. <laughs> and then I realized that you did an impression of me being a moron, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm that predictable.
0: <laughs> well you know what's funny is that i was gonna take little clips of you and, and just like <laughs> flip them, you know <laughs> but i i didn't have enough time so i just figured hey, i'll just run with it
2: <laughs> that was cool that was cool yeah so what's going on everybody
0: yeah i can't believe we're up to episode 12 already this is this is insane
2: there may not be episode 13 ghost joe is now part of the Crush the Orange Crush COVID champion. He got his second dose of the COVID vaccine.
0: But how cool would it be? You could interview me when I'm a zombie.
2: Yeah. How cool would that be? Hey, man, I am legend. That started out (laughs) as a vaccine, baby. So Ghost Joe will be a, a zombie walker by the end of next week. I'm just,
0: you know, with the whole thing about episode 12 and everything, like, it just, it baffles my mind, you know, like, we started this thing in November and I can't believe, I don't know if podcasts can be canceled, but I for sure thought we were going to be canceled by like the fourth episode or so.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Telling each other we suck and
0: you're not doing it right, man. (laughs) But you know, there's a first time for everything. So Hey, episode 12 might be the one.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Joe, you sent me the, the analytics yesterday of how many hits we're getting And where we're reaching. And it just amazes me. Joe, we have listeners in Japan. Japan, bro. I wonder what we're saying actually translates to Japanese, though.
0: Like, are we talking about, like, girls or something? I don't know. Konnichiwa,
2: bitches. (laughs) That's about it, man. That's all I know. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know. But, hey, if you like it, that's awesome. If
2: you're from Japan, call us. I want to hear from you, man. Because what's awesome is that we're just being ourselves, so <laughs> we could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? When you sent me the uh, the international analytics, what did we get? Like three downloads in Ireland. Right. I'm a little pissed, man. That means none of my cousins are listening to me.
0: <laughs> I mean, I have no from. No I shanked it
2: all over Facebook, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm amazed, but, you know, definitely very, very thankful because that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Without a doubt. You know,
0: to think that people all over the world want to listen to us, (laughs) you know, I don't even want to listen to us. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So
2: today, sir,
0: well, we got a few things to talk about. We got some more UFO news. We actually haven't talked about UFOs in a couple episodes, actually. So we got a little UFO news. I know you said that you have a little story. You know, pertaining to your, uh, your job, and also, we have a cool voicemail that we had gotten from somebody. All right, well, awesome from a haunted experience of Roosevelt Island or Roosevelt Island or however you want to say it.
2: Roosevelt Island, New York.
0: Roosevelt Island, New York. Yes. All right.
2: All right. So. So, Oh yeah. So.
0: Let's talk about the UFO thing, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. (laughs) Let me sink my teeth into this one. (laughs) So did you see, it was January 30th on TMZ.com. They reported a UFO sighting in Los Angeles. And, you know, oh, they have video evidence, yada, yada, yada. And I encourage everybody to go to TMZ.com and Check out this article, it's still up. Towards the end of the article, we had one of our art gurus take a closer look to see what she thought. Turns out our own Photoshop whiz seems to agree They these do not look like fakes. The graphic artists tried to experiment with stock images to see if the images could be manipulated in a similar fashion as the original photos the graphic artist concluded it would be hard to cut and paste these images with the exact angles. It's not hard. Exactly. Because
0: I mean that about the pictures, not, not about anything else.
2: That's why they got those blue pills, Joe, (laughs) because as I'm showing you here through zoom, like everybody could see it, Joe, right? We'll link this in the show notes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So there's two pictures side by side. Now, now the right side is the original quote-unquote UFO sighting. The left side is TMZ's attempt at recreation of that photo. Bro, look at that. They look exactly the same. It looks like a black cardstock with, like, some white chalk on it. That's what
0: it looks like to me. So you don't even need fucking Photoshop for that. Yeah. yeah, That's just ridiculous.
2: Listen, I get... TMZ.com, they gotta fill up a lot of content every day. You know, they want to stay in the public eye. I get it. It's what we're trying to do. But leave the paranormal stuff to the people that know what they're talking about, you know? Go talk about Kim Kardashian's ass TMZ. Please do me a favor. I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind that. Yeah, I really don't mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, actually, and there was another thing too that if you remember, we had did a thing about UFOs a few shows ago, and then as soon as we got off of Zoom, another thing had come out.
2: Yes, the so yeah, the CIA the document drop, drop, dump.
0: CIA finally released all these documents. Now I haven't combed through all pages yet.
2: You know, like like I was doing. All oh, these three thousand pages, dude.
0: But let me ask you this though. It doesn't take 2,780 pages to say they don't exist. So there's got to be some crazy information in there. Even if it's not aliens per se, they're still unidentified flying objects. Regardless of if it's aliens or not, that just means that they don't know what the hell it is.
2: That is a case of burying it in plain sight. Right. They don't want to release page one. So they're going to put page one and about page 1,800 in 2,800 pages. Right. And you have to look through 2,800 pages of redacted bullshit to find that one thing that makes you go, hold on a minute.
0: Right. Well, truth be told, I'm just waiting for somebody to come on YouTube and say that they did the whole thing so I could copy off of them. But, hey, you know,
2: (laughs) if you ain't cheating, you ain't
0: trying, baby. (laughs) Like, just, just give me the cliff notes, all right? right? I mean, I was never a, a book guy. Like, just give me the cliff notes, and, I, and I'll be good with that. So, yeah. So that's our UFO stuff for right now. But you said that you had had some information
2: about uh, your workplace. Dude, it's amazing. Because <laughs> when it happened, I didn't believe it. And then I'm like, I got to <laughs> tell Joe about this. I didn't set you up with it because I wanted to see what your, you know, raw right reaction to it would be the day before that snowstorm, we got like two feet. Was it a week or two ago now? Right. All right. So scenarios like that, the, my jail, the administration knows that officers are going to get stuck. They're going to be unable to drive on the highways. So what they'll do is I told you the nursery, they'll open up the third floor and let officers sleep up there. They'll, you'll work 16 hours. You sleep up there for 8, and you go back to work the next morning. It sucks. You're sleeping in a jail, but you don't have to drive home and battle the elements and then come back the next day. Sure. You know, it's clean, it's warm, and you can brush your teeth. You're not sitting on your cell phone, you're watching TV because you're in inside the jail, but sure. it is what it is. All right, so I was that area supervisor that morning, the morning before the snow and the watch commander Larry that we worked with at Arthur kill.
0: Ah, nice guy. Yeah. Miss that guy.
2: And I work with him every day. Then tell me you miss him. Larry, I'm talking to you.
0: (laughs) So hell is he going to retire anyway?
2: (laughs) So anyway, he says, yo, take a walk with me. We got to go up to the, third floor and just check that it's clean and, you know, all the beds are stocked with uh bedding and whatnot. I was like, all right, you can go with me. Cause if you tell me to take care of it on my own, I, <laughs> it's taken care of no problem. I, yeah. Okay. I just did it. So we go up there and we're checking the rooms. All right. Bedding here, bedding there that it's clean because we've had COVID crews up there cleaning constantly and whatnot. COVID, Biohazard crews, I should say, cleaning. So I walked into one of the bathrooms on the third floor and the light flips on. So I turn around to Larry, who was right behind me, and I said, do you turn the light on? He goes, no. I go, when did we get automatic lights on the third floor? He looked at me. He goes, Tom, we're on the third floor of the nursery in an abandoned area that is not used But once a year. Do you think this jail is going to invest in automatic lights in a bathroom? And it was like, it dawned on me. And I just turned around and looked into the bathroom. And I was like, thanks for the lights, ghost. (laughs) (laughs) And then I closed the door and locked it and walked away. But (laughs) Ghost Joe, my hand in the guide, man, as soon as I put my foot over the doorway, into the bathroom, all the lights in the bathroom went on. Wow. Wow. And it's just another story in the series of stories from the nursery third floor that keep happening over and over.
0: That's crazy. You know, I think I touched on, on the last episode too. I I feel like some people now, I know you're, you know, you're call yourself a skeptic and stuff, but you want to believe in the stuff. But I think there's, you know, as, as Carl had said, in episode nine, things could attach to you or not really attached to you, but like they know, like, all right, well, this guy's opening up a little bit to this stuff, so I might be able to do some stuff and he, you know, he'll know it's me, you know, he'll know that it's something else, not just, you know, because I feel like if you're completely skeptic about something, that's why if you wake up and you see something, you can't wake the other person up because they're not meant to see what you're seeing.
2: Right, right. You know. you know, listen, it was nine, ten o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? It was still light out. It was, you know, and right. poof, the lights go. On. But I'll tell you what, I would have loved to see uh, one of the Ghost Adventures crew deal with that. And they would still be screaming, running, running down Westchester.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my. The lights came on. Oh,
2: <laughs> never ending saga of Zach Bay. <laughs> Our love of all things Zach Bagels.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I mean, I, I've had different experiences like that too. I, you know, I'm trying to space them out, you know, cause I don't have a ton of stories, but I have things here and there, but I have a couple like that too, you know, lights flickering and, you know, cause they use, if you would have stayed there longer, some more crazy stuff could have happened. Which is why I left because they used energy from things to make things happen. You know, that's like they draw energy from electricity, you know, and they're able to do stuff. And and you never know. Maybe maybe it wasn't even you. Maybe it's maybe it's Larry. Maybe Larry believes in this stuff and he's more open to it also. Maybe it was him that it turned the light on for basically, you know,
2: maybe It,
0: it could have been that, too. But that's that's cool. That's cool. It's something you can't explain. And that's, that's pretty awesome.
2: Definitely. So just to hit on our, our to take a left turn there on and hit on our, our social media presence for lack of a better term, we are just loving all the support we're getting uh, on Instagram from everybody. We are the ghost hacks podcast on Instagram please check us out. Please like us. We are getting a lot of messages from other podcasts that, yes, please reach out to us. We'd love to collaborate with you. However, we are getting one question over and over. Can you set us up to do an investigation in your jail? And I can tell you, Joe, I think I speak for you because we're both in different departments if everybody hasn't figured that out yet. I can guarantee you that it will never happen. True. In New York City or New York State in a real live working jail. Just for the insurance reasons alone.
0: I mean, New York is very stingy with that kind of stuff. That's, you know, they're very not closed-minded, but they're very cautious of certain things. That's why you've never seen NYPD on cops. You know, it's the same right. thing. They don't let things like that into
2: departments, right. you know.
1: They don't want
0: to be scrutinized. They don't want to be portrayed in the wrong way.
2: There, Yeah, there is that. And there's also, look, our jobs can't guarantee our safety. Right. And we're sworn officers. So <laughs> they can't guarantee anybody else's safety either. And that is uh, that is a huge factor. So we are getting this question a lot. Don't want to burst anybody's bubble, but that is always going to be ans- be the answer. We will not. Be able to try. We will not get permission. It it just doesn't happen. Sorry, you know. I wish it did, but it's it's not gonna.
0: You know, other states, other cities. You know, you might have a shot, but New York, no. It's definitely not gonna happen with New York. Right. right. I'm surprised that they even did that thing with uh with mid orange. You know, that even let people with, with the whole mid orange thing. But I guess maybe they they probably sold it off and it belongs to somebody else.
2: Right. Like Arthur Kill is now a television right. studio.
0: Right. So that's probably what they did. That's why it's no longer state property anymore. You know, so they're the people that own that are, are able to do stuff.
2: Arthur Kill, where Ghost Joe and I met is on Arthur Kill Road or was on Arthur Kill Road and stand out. Well, I guess it it's still there. It's a television studio now. Yep. If you've ever seen the, the Last OG with Tracy Morgan or Ocean's... Eight, was it with uh, Sandra Bullock? The jail you see them leaving or going into—that is Arthur Kill. It's a television studio now.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's been on Law and Order. It's been on on a bunch of shows actually.
2: It's getting to the point where if you see a television show that was filmed in New York and it has something to do with prison, right? It's taken place at Arthur Kill Correctional Facility. The former Arthur Kill Correctional Facility.
0: Also, fun fact, the end of the movie analyzed this with Robert De Niro. Sing Sing. <laughs> They're walking down the school tunnel in Sing Sing in New York. So I, every time I see that tunnel, every time I see that, I'm like, man, I walked so many inmates down and up that tunnel. I'm surprised
2: I wasn't 100 pounds, man. I was stationed in that tunnel. In the winter, when they were doing the escorts back and forth from the yard, I fro- and it's right over the Hudson River. Yeah, when it's 30 degrees out, I froze my ass off in that tunnel. Yeah, I would probably say
0: there was probably like a quarter of a mile too. Like it was a long, long tunnel, yeah, it was sure it was a very long tunnel and it was very dark. And yeah, it was that, that tunnel was kind of crazy. But you know what? I had a good over there in Sing Sing. I liked Sing Sing, actually. It was a good place. It was a good place. It actually reminds me a lot of uh, where I work now. It's kind of the same, same kind of setup, except for it's not. I'm working in, with detainees now instead of
2: you in know, convicts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you know, yeah, Sing Sing Arthur Kill was nice, though.
2: Yeah. Well, don't know what you got till you're gone, right? Till it's gone, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Cuomo. Just such a pal. One more year, one more year. Mm-hmm. So, so what we got? We got a voicemail this week, huh? You yeah, we have a voicemail? I didn't. I'm sorry, I, Joe. We I started talking about uh, social media. Mm-hmm. So, we got a voicemail on uh, the Ghost Hacks podcast, voicemail 845 379 1331. If you want to call, chat. Tell us about your paranormal experiences. Tell us about what you want to hear on the show. Curse us out. Sure. That's the number to do it.
0: Oh, by the way, I think it's awesome that somebody left us a review and said, I like turtles. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah. You could
0: could even say, I like turtles. And somebody actually did that. Whoever that was. Thank
2: you. Whoever you are, you rock. (laughs) That That was was awesome. (laughs) I was just talking about the little purple icon on your iPhone iPhone podcast. We got a, a review. And I was always saying, What was I always saying? You can leave any sort of review you want. As long as it's written out, you could say, I like turtles. One superstar out there actually wrote, I like turtles. <laughs> I love it. I
0: was, yeah. See, they get us. <laughs> they get us.
2: <laughs> and neither of us can figure out who it is. Which is now, the best? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. So this, just to set this up a little bit, this voicemail comes from a woman named Jill. She's a, a school teacher, and uh, she worked at one point. She worked at on uh, Roosevelt Island, teaching, and she had a pretty crazy experience. So let's check this out. Let's hear it.
1: Hello, hello. This is Jill calling from out. In the six on Long Island. I do have a ghost experience I wanted to share with you. I am a teacher and about, I'm going to say six years ago, I work on Roosevelt Island. I taught in a school that was a charter school. I think the address was in the 500th. I'm going to say early 500th on Main Street. And when I did my interview, I had to cross the street and fill out some paperwork And the computer teacher was in there, and she had to look over my papers, and she made a comment to me saying, all right, well, it's so nice to meet you. I'm looking forward to you working here, and uh, the last thing I wanted to tell you is just don't ever get caught here at night. And I said, okay, and I left. It was a weird thing for her to say, and I'll never forget her saying that, and I just assumed she meant... You know, being in the neighborhood at night, being alone, to be cautious, and um, didn't think anything of it until later on, one year later, is my ghost experience. So we had parent-teacher night, and I'm from Long Island. At the time, I was living in Huntington, so I was commuting in, and everybody else that I taught with was a native New Yorker, Manhattanite, or they lived in Brooklyn or the Bronx, So we didn't have to be at school till 7 p.m., and they would all go home to eat dinner. I had a two-hour commute, so I stayed in my classroom and followed up on some work. I'm doing my papers. I'm doing my grading. And I am all by myself. There's nobody in the building except for one secretary who, you know, checks everybody in downstairs. So I am probably... Two flights, I'm up on the third floor, and the main level was floor one. So I'm in my classroom by myself, doing my work, and I hear a noise in the hallway. Kind of sounds like someone dropped a book on the floor, but like a weird echo, just like a weird noise I wasn't familiar with. We didn't have lockers in in that building. It was a fairly newly constructed building. It wasn't like an antique or an old building at all. It was fairly modern. So I just heard this weird noise, so I walked out to the hallway, and that day, of course, I decided to dress nicely, so I had on some really nice boots and a skirt and our school sweater, and um, definitely not something I was prepared to run in, in an outfit to run down the hallways in, but I did, because as I walk out of my classroom, I look to the right, and I see at the end of the hallway where there is a staircase for emergency purposes only. Students never take it. We use the center staircase. I see a dark opaque figure that was definitely the silhouette, the shape of a person, but a rather tall person and kind of slender. But yet I could see through them a little bit because the walls are brick, so I see I just see through. And It's looking right at me. I don't see a face, but it's looking at me because I feel it. It's just a feeling. And so I freeze, and I'm staring at it. We make contact. And then it just kind of gently glides into the wall as if it's walking into a doorway. However, there is no doorway there, and this thing does not have feet. So I'm going to say around the shins is where it kind of feeds out. And this is as much as I could remember where I'm also almost, like, shitting my pants at this point. And um, so I just turned around, and I booked down the stairs. And there was some more people that gathered, you know, into, like, the main office at that point. And um, sure enough, the tech teacher is there. And she says, is everything okay? Is everything okay? So I just told her exactly what I experienced. And she said, you know, I tell everybody to... You know not be caught here at night because the building is haunted and for sure i saw something and at least 50 percent of the staff also saw something so just a heads up that island is haunted
2: that's crazy cool. that's crazy yeah
0: yeah very cool thank you very much Jill, for that that was awesome
2: yes thank you thank you although they do have the cool tram obviously you know they got a cool tram and they got ghosts. So, Roosevelt Island is even cooler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, uh, I don't get out very much. I didn't even know
2: we had a Roosevelt Island. Come on, bro. You lived here your whole life. Uh, yeah. I know, but, you know, I didn't go to places. Places, <laughs> dude. It's Queens, man. <laughs>
0: I was pretty boring, man. I mean, I, I played guitar and stuff and played in places, but, you know, yeah. But, yeah, that's crazy. And actually, that's that's how I describe the entities that I've seen. I haven't seen a lot of, like, full-bodied apparitions, maybe, I guess, two. You know, the one when I was very young and then the one that I, I talked about in the last episode in Vegas. I think those were really the only two full-bodied apparitions that I had seen. But they were both that kind of way, you know, transparent. You can't see any feet. Like, it, it kind of, it's... Like there's no mistaking it. When you see something like that in front of you, you're like, "Yeah, that's uh, that person's not alive." <laughs> you know <laughs> It's very, very creepy, but yeah, that was an awesome story, Jill. Thank you very much. And also, like we said before, you know definitely, if you want to give us a call, let us know some paranormal experiences, and you could do it completely anonymous if you want. You don't have to tell us where you're from, what your name is, if you don't want to.
2: Definitely. And we've touched on it before, especially if you're on the job and you don't feel comfortable about telling your ghost stories. We're here to listen and you could do it anonymously. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause look, you know, the ball busting on this job, you let people know you've got a ghost story. Forget about it. That's true.
1: (laughs) That's
0: very, (laughs) yep. Yep. I mean, I get it where I work, you know, know, but it's been pretty positive. Everybody that I've been talking to about it, you know, like, you know, I'll mention, Oh yeah. You know, I talk about this. I talk about that and I experienced this and they actually find it more interesting than anything. I I don't know what they're saying. You know, when I walk out of the room, but
2: but they seem very genuine about it. So, you know, that's good enough for me. Yeah. 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 I had a a buddy of mine. I was like, well, what do you think of the podcast? He goes, I haven't listened to it. I go, you haven't listened to it? I said, what? You don't like the supernatural paranormal topic? He goes, no, I'm with you 16 hours a day. I want to listen to you an hour on the way home, too. Forget about it. (laughs) That's That's funny.
0: For the people that don't know what jail is about and for our listeners that do you know correction officers and whatnot, so the other day I went to back to one of my old commands to to pick up a an inmate, and it was a, quite a rough command, you know a lot of a lot of alarms, a lot of craziness that went on there. so you know I walked through there, I was there for about an hour and a half, you know saw a lot of old friends and stuff, which was really cool. so just to put into perspective <laughs> what jail is all about. I go back to the intake area with the inmates, right? And I see an inmate mopping something up off the floor, right? A red liquidy substance, right? Off the floor. So I say to the inmate, hey, is that, uh, is that Kool-Aid or blood? He goes, <laughs> it's, it's Kool-Aid. I said, oh, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> you know, but that sums up, <laughs> you know, like. You pretty much always got to check. Is that blood or or what is that <laughs> you know? Is that chocolate or is that shit what what is that? <laughs> hey, you know, I don't want to say anything wrong and and people to to portray me in the wrong way, you know, but a career criminal is a career criminal they They're not gonna change overnight. They're not gonna right. change who they are, you know there are people that do. Go to prison and, and they never come back, you know, because they learned their lesson. That that does happen. But
2: a crook if, is a crook. I ain't mad at him.
0: If that's your job, you know. Yeah, exactly. If you could almost collect a pension for robbing people for 20-something years, then you know, hey, God bless. And, and you're not gonna stop, you're not gonna change. You know, I would hope if you're you know, if you're a 60, 70-year-old man, you're still not gonna be doing that. But I being that I work in an area where people come right off the street from being arrested. I see a lot of that. I see a lot of older people still come in jail. Right. Like, Oh, I did 30 years up there and you know, I haven't been arrested in 50 years or some crap, you know, like right. it's crazy, but.
2: And yet here you are. Thank you for yeah. the job security.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll say this though. You know, I worked with some of the worst of the worst and I had some insane days, some really, really crazy days. But the one thing that corrections has never let me down with was I have tons of stories. I have stories for years.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Because it's true where they say that every day really is different, you know?
2: Well, that kind of leads us, you know, that's a great segue. Thank you very much. (laughs) That leads us into next week's guest is going to be our uh, a man we both know and love very much that we worked with, Michael Blaine, retired correction lieutenant. He did his whole career in the infamous Clinton Correctional Facility, except for the time he came down to New York City to work with us. He's written a book. He had to wait until he retired to write this book just to expose all the fuckery.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: And uh, it's called The Invisible Walls of Danamora" Inside the Infamous Clinton Correctional Facility. He's going to be on next week. So, yeah, aside from being a retired correction lieutenant, Mike was also a hypnotist, working hypnotist for many years. I'm sure you remember that
0: master hypnotist actually master
2: hypnotist yeah doing fairs and shows everywhere he could and 9 to 5 he was a jail guard jail guard but he, we're going to touch base on you know the paranormal his take on the paranormal we're going to touch base on his career and the and the book definitely i love hearing him talk about the book
0: yeah absolutely and and also just to put it out there because I think we might've mentioned it once or twice possibly, but very, very soon we will be putting out a jail and prison haunted jail and haunted prison series. I would, I guess we could call it a series. It's going to be part one, you know, part
2: one's coming up.
0: (laughs) Part one is coming up. It's going to have a lot of cool things about some haunted prisons and, and jails from around the world. So I'm looking forward to it also. We're, we're definitely going to do it justice, that's for sure.
2: Yeah. If you're out there listening and you know of a local county jail, because we'll know of state jails for the most part that are allegedly haunted, legend to be haunted. But if your local county jail has a haunted past, a checkered past, give us a call. Let us know where it is on the Ghost Hacks podcast voicemail at 845-379-1331 or you could reach out to us on the website ghosthackspodcast.com that's right that's right
0: all right so let me talk about this story that i got here i thought it was pretty interesting it came out let's see february 10th a couple days ago so this
2: is sick. <laughs> yeah. This is sick.
0: But but it's right up our alley because it's about heavy metal and some weird shit.
2: So, hey. yeah. Know? So this guy... You sent me the link. I'm sorry to interrupt you. You sent me the link and I didn't fucking believe it. Yeah. I didn't fucking believe it. And and it was in the New York Post and I was like, I, just, I still don't believe it.
0: <laughs> so, it's about this dude. He's a guitar player from Tampa, Florida. Which goes by
2: Prince Midnight, is pretty stupid. If you're gonna pick a stage name, dude, Prince has already been taken. Prince and Mid- done and Prince done right. Midnight. Yeah, Prince Midnight.
0: So yeah, so what he did was he took the ribcage spine of his uncle's skeleton. His well, his uncle was already passed away. Let's just say that his uncle had passed away in 1996 and um, his parents were basically paying rent for his his uncle's body to be buried and it was costing them a lot of money. And so what he did was, oh, here it is. He took his uncle's is the rib cage, the spine and the pelvic area and he made it into a guitar. Yeah. He had asked a couple companies to try and do it, and one company said that they would that they would help him, and then they got freaked out and said, "No, no, no, we're not going to do that." So it was his uncle Philippe. He was only 28 years old, died in a motorcycle accident, and he was a huge metalhead as well. You know, his nephew figured that this would be a a great tribute to him. I that would be pretty it. badass. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty
2: nuts i i ain't feeling it at all listen i don't know why he would have to go to a company you, you're looking at a picture of the guy right this is this is an older guy he's obviously been playing guitar for forever right. you know he's been playing guitar since we were playing guitar trying to be rock stars you know what i mean right right oh, wait let's let's start let's start at the beginning of this right florida man <laughs> it is a fucking shock for you, huh? <laughs> but you know my man is still rocking the the CC Deville poison hair and the fingerless gloves and whatnot. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. So it, it's cool, but my man he knows how to play guitar. So if he knows how to play guitar, he knows how to put a guitar together. It's pretty rudimentary. You know where to, you know how to put pickups. You know where to. Put the uh, guitar, in, uh, the cable input. But where do you put the pickups on a rib cage? That's that's what yeah. Been. I just that's that's my problem with it. Why would you go to a company to try to figure that out? And that's I had a problem with that story. It seemed like to me what I was that he was trying to get fifteen minutes of fame. You know what I mean?
0: He got it. He he certainly did. He definitely got it. The. The one thing that I actually really like about it now, he put a Fender Telecaster neck on it. I was
2: just going to say that, man. He didn't even customize the neck. <laughs> so, But what I think is awesome is the name that they gave it. What is it?
0: The Philippe Skelecaster.
2: <laughs> That's all right. Uh, you know what? I, I like that. that. I didn't see that in the all. Uh, that is kind of cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like that name, this. Philippe, that's his, that's his uncle's name. So he's giving him tribute. The Skellicaster. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked it better if it was, you know, maybe like fake bones, like, you know, George Lynch's guitar. But yeah, yeah, that, that's just a little too much. But uh, that's definitely an interesting story that I wanted to bring to everybody. Yeah,
2: that's for sure. Yeah, they got a, a photo in the post of, of him holding it. And not playing it, and it's very other than the fact that it's the foundation is bones. It's very, very basic. You know, there's nothing. Right. There's nothing holding the wiring together. There's nothing hidden or, or nothing. This was my man's 15 minutes of fame. He is not going to go out on stage and be doing uh, Europe covers <laughs> at the local bar playing this.
0: And his mom is pissed. his his mom basically she she thinks it's sacrilegious which yeah yeah i'd probably say it is and the work of the devil and then he said well you know how moms are
2: (laughs) nah bro your mom's right this time you know how regular people are (laughs) come on come on man exactly man
0: you know, I'm all for you know shock rock and and shocking people with things. You know, I was I, I liked Marilyn Manson back in the day. You know, when, when oh you, you can't
2: know. say that now. You can't. Uh-oh. He's been canceled. Uh oh. Uh oh. You can't say that. He got canceled this week. Oh. You heard about that? No, I didn't. I'm hear looking that. at your face. I don't think you heard about that. No, I didn't hear about that. Uh supposedly, my man has got chicks coming out saying that when they they were dating, he would tune them up. And that was the only way he could get get off was to lay hands on them. Wow. And he's got like two or three girls have said this. Like he's denying it, but he already got dropped by the record company. Really? Yeah, management already dropped him.
0: That dude is like you you could push him over with a feather,
2: that dude. Yeah, I get it, dude. But you come on, man. You know. Yeah. yeah. They they're using the words. In the press release, I saw they're using the words like he was grooming me and then laying hands on me when we were having sex. So, wow. Like, I don't put it past him because he's a Looney Tunes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But honestly, I think he's a fake Looney Tunes. But uh, yeah, yeah. But you, gotta, you, you can't do that if somebody ain't into it.
0: Right. Oh, into it. yeah, of course not. And, and at the same time, yeah. I feel like he he was fake, but you know how if you if you believe the lie after a while, you start becoming that. You know, right? Oh, totally. He, he, might, he might actually really be, you know, Looney Tunes now. But in the beginning, it was all an act.
2: Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. But yeah, we can't we can't use Marilyn Manson as a oh, man. as an example no more. All Man's- right, Alice Cooper. There you go. <laughs> he he just plays golf. He ain't never been canceled. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And he likes to chop his own head off at at con. Right. Yeah, I will not be purchasing a Skelecaster anytime soon.
2: No, definitely not.
0: I don't think I'm happy with
2: with the current guitar choice I have. Yo, Prince Dandy Midnight's mom better watch out. She kills over. He might make a bass out of her. You know what <laughs> I mean? Maybe.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for uh, checking out episode
2: twelve. Twelve the <laughs> podcast. Good God. And if you haven't listened to the first 11, what are you waiting for?
0: Absolutely.
2: Go back. That's, listen.
0: That's a lot of time you could be wasting with your life. <laughs> I mean, you know.
2: Go for a drive down to Atlantic City where nothing's open and turn around and drive back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Thank you, everybody. And uh, check out our website, com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook groups, TikTok, and
2: yeah. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, go down to that purple icon, give us five stars, write us a review. It helps. We have no idea why, but it certainly, certainly helps.
0: Absolutely. And uh, thanks a lot, everybody. And have a good night. Later. Thank you listening to the ghost hacks podcast if you like what you heard please subscribe and find us on facebook groups if you have any paranormal experiences you would like to share please email joe ghost hacks podcast at gmail.com and we may even read your submission on the air have a good night and don't forget get to change your shorts <laughs>